It is Tuesday, February 9th. The squad has submitted some movies for hashtag Mostly Madness, our movie tournament. Super Bowl 55 has come and gone. If the MCU was featured on the Magic School Bus, then call me Miss Frizzle. We're talking 2012 Avengers and WandaVision Episode 5. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly video podcast where we talk mostly superheroes, but also anything else worth watching. We review, we rate, we sometimes debate. I'm your host, Logan. Joining me as usual, if we had a moving rating, he'd probably be a G. It's PC Mike. Welcome back, Mike. How was your week? We're getting through it. Uh, we're getting through the week. It was a tough Sunday for my Chiefs. Um, did have a snow day today, so I got to be home and mourn. Lit, lit some candles, some incense, and just kind of zinned out for a while today to get over Sunday. But no, everything else is good. Um, TV is rocking. TV's a savior right now. Um, so I'm excited to talk about some different stuff today, too. Kind of a different than the superhero genre, too, that we have on what you're watching. So it'll be a good show. Absolutely. I think uh, I'm glad that we are featuring some other stuff because we are superhero heavy. The superhero fans are getting their money's worth now with the MCU back, so we do want to mix in some other stuff on TV. Next up, the Super Watcher, our friend that proved to us that standing up to your bad dreams actually works. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Giggler. How was your week, Andy? Oh, man, it's great. What, a, what an intro. I don't know how I can even top that. Thank you. <laughs> but uh it, it's great looking forward to this as always and I, I looking through the slides i'm excited to like mike said talk about some some different stuff like i haven't had a lot of time to watch uh a crazy amount of shows so um but i can talk definitely talk about anything at any time uh tv related because uh i spend a lot of time in front of it yeah, I was, uh, I'm really excited for your What You Watching today. It's like a totally change of pace from our normal stuff, but it's stuff that I think a lot of people watch. So excited to get into it. With that, let's get into our first section of the day. Fan mail. We always feature fans first on this show. Without you guys, we would just be talking to ourselves. We appreciate you listening, subscribing, watching us on YouTube. Best way to interact with us lately is to be in our Facebook group the Mostly Superheroes squad, and we are officially taking submissions for the hashtag Mostly Madness Movie Tournament. It's going to be, I've decided, fellas, it's going to be an annual tournament put on by Mostly Superheroes. I think it's something we could do a different theme for every year. What's the theme this year? Any movie. And I wanted to feature some movie entries from the squad because we already got a bunch. Appreciate you guys in the squad. Just to read off a few, again, you can join this Facebook group. It's free. It is exclusive. It's private. I just changed the settings to private just so that like it had a little bit more of like, you know, that sense of community. You can post stuff without it worrying about it ending up in the public news feed. It is a private group. You have to answer one question to get in. 
You just got to name one of us. It's like, name one of the hosts. It's Logan, PC, Mike, or the Giggler. It's multiple choice, even. You don't even have to type it. It's so easy. Go join the group. From Mike, he was, uh, this is actually Mike that was on the show with us for the Fast and Furious saga. Uh, he said The Town. I believe that's with Ben Affleck, right? Uh, this is a movie he has right. now submitted. I know this is a, a critically acclaimed movie. Uh, Daniel put in Blazing Saddles. That's a classic. Also from Daniel, The Crow. And Shanna in the group says, Stand by me, dazed and confused. All right, all right, all right. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I cut it off here at the bottom. This is one we've actually talked about on this show. The Invisible Man from 2020. Make believe that was one of your what you watching, Mike. As you can see, it's a total array of movies. Will all of these make it into the tournament? TBD, but I'll tell you right now, they are on the considerations, and they're going to be part of the process. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is where you could have like a Blazing Saddles versus, say, like an Avengers, like we're going to talk about today. It's like, who would win when you put kind of these broad uh, movies together? And we're going to do this tournament every year. So thank you guys in the squad for shouting us out. Excited to see what happens in the Mostly uh, madness, madness Movie Tournament. And Andy, I know you put some in there, too. Um, I didn't feature it. Do you remember? Nice. What was yours? Oh, yes. Borat. That's a good one. And then his second one, I feel like this Borat 2 could absolutely be on the list. What a movie. Yeah, I, I went with just the first. That was by far better <laughs> in my eyes. So stick it, stick with the guns there. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll keep you posted on this. We are taking submissions. You can submit at our website. You can use the hashtag Mostly Madness. And again, come join the conversation in the Mostly Superhero Squad on Facebook. We have a good time in there. We do what you watching on Sunday. It's a good time. And with that, perfect transition. What you watching? I did it again. News and rumors. You know what happened this time? I actually switched it on the board, but I forgot that I did. So it's actually correct now. We're going to start off with news and rumors. We get so excited about what you watch, and I just try to get there. <laughs> We're keeping the news somewhat tight for you today. We want to focus on something that I know PC Mike doesn't really want to focus on too much. So we're not going to spend a ton of time here because I'm not even a huge sports guy. But just by the look on the giggler and PC Mike's faces, I'm just going to say it. Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl. Regardless of how you feel, that's just a, a ridiculous number. We're in the ridiculousness of stats for football for Tom Brady. He's been in 10. I believe, Mike, you said if he would win, what was this, like 18% of all Super Bowls this guy has been in. Um, unbelievable. Sorry about the Chiefs, Mike. Do you want to say something to the listeners? Just a one, You can give a one-sentence take of, of what you think happened on Sunday. I have Andy go because I have to pay these fine young gentlemen that just rang my doorbell to shovel my ear drive. You got kids shoveling the driveway. Mike told us he warned us he might have to go pay these kids. So, Giggler, while he's doing that, why don't you tell us your, about your Super Bowl experience? First off, snow sucks, and I hate it, especially <laughs> when I have to take a 45-minute walk every day outside. It's not fun. It's nasty. Season. It's nasty out there today. I was I actually have a surprise for you guys that I'm going to show you, and I was going to drive it to you guys, but I was like, I can't. It's too nasty out today. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Can't wait to see what it is. Yeah. But, uh I think what Mike was probably going to say is that the Chiefs' offensive line was very battered, both missing both their tackles, and I don't think they could recover from it. And uh, most importantly, I just think Tom Brady's nearly unbeatable, unless your name is Eli Manning. So I think uh, proud of – I hate Tom Brady. I, this this picture, I just want to punch it. <laughs> uh, Gronk, though, I, I do respect him. Former WWE great, Robert Gronkowski. Um 
came out of retirement to uh from to from WWE to to, to NFL and I mean I, I hope that I never have to see him play football again but I probably will and I'm sure they might be right back there again with covered in confetti a year from now yeah and uh, like yeah Giggler said we are featuring some images it's a, always a time to plug our YouTube channel if you don't watch it over on YouTube it's all there all the visuals we've got this one from CBS News PC Mike did the uh how the kids do shoveling your sidewalk <laughs> And they did a great job, man. High school kids out there grinding, gave them 20, you know. So they just came by and knocked, and we're like, hey, we're doing this, and it's 10 bucks." Yeah, I said, how much are people usually charging? I've never paid for snow shovel, and they're like, 10 apiece. I said, that's fine, boys. You guys are working harder than me today, so that's <laughs> all. Hey, what are you talking about? You're in here on the podcast. You're working, too. We got we all got heavy work going on. Yeah, yeah, I know. I uh, played some video games all day for this show, and uh, <laughs> ate a bunch but uh yeah super bowl i'm sure andy he's kind of on my side he's a steelers guy so he doesn't like tom brady just like i respect him though i mean it is what it is um some big things that stand out to me i've gone down some rabbit holes these last couple of days statistic wise chiefs had 11 penalties buccaneers had four a lot of drop passes um some questionable calls one negated an interception one was in the end zone. One got him an extra couple um, fourth down to get first down to score a touchdown. They scored right before the half. Um, the female referee's son is actually named Brady. Did not know that until today. That irks me for some reason. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> Something's up. Score. Something's up, right? <laughs> yeah, you do got to. You do have to score more than nine points. Yes. you got to score more than nine. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. Um, Patrick Mahomes, I think the stat was he was pressured 38 times in the game, and that's just ridiculous compared to Tom Brady's five. So 38 versus five, that's the ball game. That's the game right there. And you got to catch the football. Um, I think Tyreek Hill dropped a touchdown, uh, kind of was tipped, but he could have caught it. Uh, Daryl Williams, the ball hit him in the face, and he dropped it in the end zone. So just stuff like that. Looks sloppy. But uh, hopefully they're back next year. And like Andy said, Tom Brady could do this till he's 60, probably. TB12 diet. Uh, Andy's basically on the TB12 diet right now, so he might be changing sides. So. <laughs> I'm going to win the Super Bowl next year. Hey, uh, I, I think that there's a lot to be said about the Tom Brady. He really does. You said it, Mike. He's de-aging. And, I mean, him, he, he was running around at the end of the game. I was like, he looks like a young man. He looks like a young quarterback. <laughs> Uh, but he did it again. And, uh, it's like, my gosh, what is this guy just like you said, going to keep doing this till he's 60 years old. Holy cow. Sorry about the chiefs though. We'll see what they can do in the future. And, uh, what'd you guys think of the super bowl? Did you have a good time? Let us know. Stay on the super bowl just for a minute. Got a highlight. We already did a, a, a show on Monday, kind of breaking down the commercials, the, the trailers that I saw. Uh, but I did want to highlight the Falcon winter soldier, uh, Carrie, my fiance actually shot me with like a live reaction. That was, it's on our Instagram. It was like I, I was, I did, it was one of those moments where it's like, shh, you know, like get out of the way. I got to watch this thing. Um, were you, did you, either of you guys catch this live, or was it something you just heard about after the fact? And were you, and were you oh, excited? I caught it live. I, I made sure that all my bathroom and food breaks were during the game, because I was ready for all commercials. I thought there was going to be more uh, <laughs> MCU commercials. Honestly, uh, I was kind of disappointed, but. It's whatever. I'm sure they'll be here when in due time for Spider-Man, Eternals, Black Widow. Hopefully they're going to just drop a trailer and say 
it'll be on Disney plus please God just do that eventually. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoy this trailer a lot. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I caught it, but I didn't pay too close of attention to it. So I'm excited for your breakdown today, Logan. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was like, I talked about it actually in Monday's episode. So you can go back and listen to that one. I kind of did a, a play by play what we see, but the images here kind of give us a good summary. It's going to be Bucky and, and uh, Sam. Looks like they're having some ego issues. It's going to be like, they're working together kind of, trying to figure it out. Uh, we get Shannon Carter, uh, Peggy Carter's niece. Uh, we also got Zemo, the bad guy from Civil War. He's going to be back in this. And I'll tell you right now, if you're listening to mostly superheroes right now, you're going to be primed and ready for the show. It drops March 19th, and we're watching all the Captain America films leading up to them. Um, so we're excited for this one. All right, PC Mike, you had sent me this one. I'm excited to talk about this. We finally get a real look, a photo out of Vanity Fair here. The photo is taken in, uh, by Zack Snyder, Jared Leto's Joker in the Justice League. We had a blurry photo last week. Now we have like some actual high def shots. Oh my gosh, his hair is down past his shoulders. It's like clean white makeup. Looks like he's like in a cell or something. Uh, he's got like like kind of business shoes on, but he's dirty, grungy, oily. I think he looks terrifying. This is a very good look, at least better than what we saw in David Ayer's Suicide Squad. PC Mike, you're the one that sent this to me. What do you think about this? I think it's a hundred times better. I did see some jokes online. Like did Arkham get tattoo removal services um, there for to remove his um, deranged or damaged on his forehead. I can't remember which one it was. Um, and somebody said, well, how will I know if he's damaged if it doesn't say it on his forehead? But uh, I think it's a hundred times better. I think he kind of looks like a, like kind of Texas chainsaw massacre butcher type. Um, but I, it's a look it's similar to Heath Ledger, but it has like almost even a more grittiness to it, like almost darker, almost sinister. He kind of looks like something you'd see in a like one of those um, insidious films or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, kind of like that nun vibe and all that. But he, man, it. I hope. I hope it's good. He almost. He. He looks. I, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but it is didn't not. You, didn't one of you guys send over something about uh, it was just before the show that we just before we hopped on the line, like Batman and him going to be in the same scene. What's up with that? Because that's like tying directly to this look that's going to be in the movie. Yeah. So I think I sent it over, but it's the same cell. It's like that concrete. And there's a picture of Batman in the cell. Oh, like covering him up, like standing closer to the camera, I think. Yeah, I think it's the that scene where Batman like has like the the nightmare or whatever where like he he's wearing that weird outfit with like the big jacket and like the goggles and i think he he had a like a let's see was that like superman was in that scene right I think yeah he, yeah that was the flashback of like the alternate world where the the uh the doomsday what are they called the, the flying things were coming in and superman had all those people kneeling to him yeah yeah i think this looks like the same type of like cell or whatever whatever that is so it could be that he sees him like in a in a dream and not really but who knows I'm who knows this, is, this yeah. is way better version of the uh whatever the hell mob boss version in suicide squad so i'm, I'm ready for this it's just funny that he's even going to be in the movie still we said this last week it's like you know this he wasn't even in the original justice league so it really is just a whole new cut um excited to see what happens um and fans let hey, us know oh go ahead mike yeah. The Suicide Squad Joker, 
it, it, it literally is a joke just because like <laughs> he drives a purple Lamborghini and then they had a rap song on the album called purple Lamborghini. It's like, <laughs> I don't want my Joker to be this. I don't, I don't <laughs> want it at all. Yeah. He was like a slimy, like mob, young mobster. Like we're like, since when? That song's a banger though. I would <laughs> Do love that song. I'm not taking away from the song, but I don't want my Joker for Purple Lamborghini. Song's probably better than the movie. Well, we'll keep you posted. You talk about uh, an exciting week in March. This is coming out March 18th. It's going to be a four-hour movie on HBO Max, uh, and then the next day is going to be Falcon Winter Soldier on Disney Plus. I just think, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm just saying I'm super thankful that we have this podcast and we're going to break all this open. Uh, man, this is just this is right around the corner. This is right around the corner. Next up, last in, new, in news and rumors, big announcement. Giggler, you're going to love this announcement. The merch store is live at MostlySuperheroes.com. We have a full lineup of clothing, and we were referred to Public by our good friend Imran over in the Jock and Nerd podcast. Yes, I'm wearing one right now. Giggler, PC Mike, I got yours here too. I'm holding them up for the camera. I was going to drive it to you today, but again, we got like winter snow out there. So I was like, it's not, I'm not getting out today. Got your t-shirts. We're ready to go, but we don't just have t-shirts. We have masks. We got pillows. We got stickers. And we're using the hashtag, hashtag mostly merch. It's all available now. There is a sale going on through TeePublic right now. It's like 35% off. It's uh, tomorrow. The 12th, Friday the 12th, through the weekend. It's like 35% off. Get over there, and you don't have to use a code or anything. It's MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash merch, and then it'll take you to the Public. But hey, Giggler, I know you were excited about some stuff, Mostly Superheroes. It's like, hey, did, don't you want Mostly Superheroes on like your everyday stuff, like a pillow, a tote? What are you going to get first, Andy? Um, definitely going to get like the hoodies, mm-hmm. anything like that. Comfy clothes, just oh, yeah. wearing around the house always. That's That's for sure. And a mask. Can you imagine just someone, everyone stopping you? Like, what's what's mostly superheroes? Ooh, like, what's that? Is that a really yeah. good podcast really? I should be listening to? Yeah, like, oh my god, is that the giggler under there? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I recognized your voice. <laughs> um, and we also yeah. we're, we're proud to say, you know, we got a lot of different design options. We got the classic logo. We got like repeat logo to where it's like mostly superheroes, like on repeat. We also have a version that's clear, and you can put it on any color. So if you're like, oh, I don't really want the colors of mostly superheroes. I want a purple shirt, yellow, gold. You can customize it. It's all at tpublic.com. That's where we're going through, and uh, you can find all of the merch at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash merch. So thank you. You're <clears throat> your money does uh, support the show. Uh, we are a small independent podcast, and your money goes right back into making sure the content, the guests, the look and the feel just get better and better with time. We are excited to get this merch into your hands. The, the store is live now, so go check it out. All right, now let's get into what you watching. What you watching is where we update you on what we're watching each week. We always feature fans first if we can. This was a classic movie. We had it from TikTok, actually. One of our we are on we are on TikTok. All the social channels up there. Clone underscore trooper underscore hardcase. He said the other guys. What a movie. 
Uh, Carrie and I watched this one recently. It is one of my favorite films. And since I did just freshly watch it, uh, just for you, Clone Trooper Hard Case, I'm going to give it a rating right now because I saw it, I think, like 10 days ago. It's a movie I rewatch constantly, at least usually once a year, once every two years maybe. It is so funny. Will Ferrell, um, Mark Wahlberg just coming out. Um, and there's a great reference to TLC in the movie, which we just did the Mostly Superheroes the Music Show, the 90s episode. And we have some TLC featured. So nice connection. Clone underscore trooper underscore hard case. This rating of stepbrothers, or not stepbrothers. <laughs> Look at it, Will Ferrell. The other guys, I'm going to give it a 3.1. PC Mike, have you seen this recently? Would you want to rate it or maybe something for the future? No, I saw it like three, four months ago. Okay. I was going to go a little higher than you just because they do little different things in here that you don't expect. I love the rock and Samuel L. Jackson in this <laughs> film. Aim, aim, aim for the bushes. Yeah. I love Michael <laughs> Keaton and waterfalls. In this. <laughs> I love Eva Mendes is his wife. <laughs> and he, and he, Mark Wahlberg just can't figure it out. I mean, I'm going to go like three, three. It's hilarious. Giggler. I mean, might as well round it out here. What do you got? I'm going to I'm going to beat all of your ratings because this movie gets watched on a at least a quarterly basis at my house. This go this is up there with like Step Brothers, all those movies that you just watch on TV every time it's on because it's hilarious and uh, this I, I love this movie. There's so many funny parts that like quotable that I I I quote with like people that I know that have also watched it. So probably all three of us will be quoting it ongoing, but I'm going to go with a, a 3.4. Solid rating. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys. We will have sex in your car again. <laughs> too good. Too good. Uh, man. Thank you. That's, that's fun. Reliving that movie. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this probably more in the future. Thank you. Clone underscore trooper underscore hard case. That's over on TikTok. PC Mike, we're starting with you this week on what you watching. I'm gonna let you take it away. You got two titles for us, and you can start with whatever one you like. What are you watching this week? Uh, so recently, I know it's been on HBO Max for a while, but my significant other did not want to watch this, so I watched it by myself. But The King of Staten Island. Mm -hmm. um, I love Bill Burr. I'm not a huge uh, fan of what's his face, Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. Um, I just, he's okay. And but I thought he was really good in this. And I love how it actually is a tie to his actual life with his father being a firefighter and passing away. Um, that dark humor was there. I mean, I thought it was very well done. Um, so yeah, the King of Staten Island is on HBO max and it's a story of him just kind of figuring stuff out and figuring out life and, um, trying to find his passion and all of that. And then there's ups and downs and some funny things that happen. Um, I would give this probably like a 3.2 score if I was going to go over it. Um, I think it's a heartfelt movie, but it has some dark humor in there. Bill Burr is awesome. Um, Marissa Tomei is in there, I believe, as well. Um, so really good movie there. Um, a show that I think uh, The Giggler Andy's watched as well. Um, I just saw it on Netflix two days ago, and we right when we saw it, we started season three. Um, it is The Sinner, and The Sinner is a story that has a different story each season. So each season is, is a different story, but Bill Pullman 
is the main is the consistent detective in each of these seasons. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, season one starts off with Jessica Beale, who is a producer still on the show. Um, season two, I can't remember off the top of my head. Andy might have to refresh what happened in season two. Um, but this one is um, it's different than the other two. Andy, I don't know if you've seen it yet or watched season three of The Center, but um, it's of a car crash and it's two friends from college and they're figuring out what happened in this car crash. And I watched the first episode and a half um, and we'll probably watch some more tonight, but it's a, it's a mystery. It's a, it's a thriller mystery where you have to unravel some different things um, to figure it out. But it is, it's a show that really does pull you in. I believe it's on USA or it used to be on USA, but now it might just be on Netflix, but man, it's great acting. If you like thrillers, mysteries type stuff, it's awesome. Um, first two seasons and i'll look up season two that's bugging the crap out of me mm-hmm. but um it was something with the po- poison like he poisoned his step parents or something like that the oh, little kid was the little boy wasn't it yeah. watch watch the spoilers yeah well that, that's, uh, oh no that's it's okay that's like the first episode okay yeah. that's a setup the okay episode like yeah and you stuff. Um, there's always something there's always something there that doesn't meet the eye so it is one of those shows where if you watch it through once, you're probably not going to go back and watch it again, just because you know the big things that happen. Um, but it is a solid show. I'm not going to rate it because I haven't finished the season yet. Um, season one, I thought was awesome. Season two, a little bit down. So I'm excited to see what this one is. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you heard it here, the center and the King of Staten Island. Appreciate that. Uh, I've seen the King of Staten Island. I liked it. And now I'm going to have the centers on my list. I like the sound of it. Sounds like uh, a mix of, you know, we talked about uh, kiss the girls the, with the more with Morgan Freeman being a detective. And then like, there's a sequel to that. I always thought that premise is cool. Like this really cool detective that works like different cases. And this show sounds exactly like that. So Logan, I would say almost season one is a TV show that is kiss the girls. Oh, well. Season okay. one was by far the best. I, I loved it. So you've seen season, it too. You give it a you give it a green light as well, Andy. Season two is like a, a yellow light. Okay, <laughs> it's fair. Hey, but season one, first ten minutes of season one, crazy. Just wrap in. Okay, good to know, listener. You heard it here. Check it out. We got the green light for most of the superheroes, and uh, I'll be checking it out. Uh, probably here on one of our Monday shows or something like that coming up soon. Thank you, PC Mike. Moving on to the giggler. Let's start with your first. Let's start with your first one. Below Deck on Bravo. What's happening on Below Deck? Uh, man, this show. Just a little backstory. I mean, I don't. I didn't have. I'm not watching any other shows right now. So this <laughs> is just the things that I watch every week. Like I watch. I tape Wheel of Fortune every day. Um, That's his second I'll, one, by the way. His second one is Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, sorry. And I. <laughs> below deck is something that we watch every monday my wife got me hooked on it uh mike will vouch that it it probably is addicting as well too addicting compared to what it really is just a reality tv show about charter yachts rich people but it it revolves around the the crew of the yacht basically um it's just super entertaining it's probably scripted just like a lot of other reality stuff but i still strap in every monday and me and my roommate mike we we cook wings every Monday, make it the tradition for watch below deck. It's a, it's a good time. So, um, that wheel of fortune. <laughs> this is, this is the one I love so much because me and Carrie really do watch this every day. Like right after the news. 
Oh, yes. Good to know. I'll be texting you when random weird stuff happens, like yesterday when that lady said, introduced herself and said that she has two delicious children. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the most weird things I've ever heard. Um, I'm convinced that Pat what's his name is just like he's like the he says the weirdest goofiest stuff but hey when you do this show every day for how long 30 years like you got to run out of stuff to say (laughs) exactly he's he's a legend it just he is he sometimes he like pokes fun at the contestants and i'm like this is awesome and i mark my words i will be on this freaking show before i die oh my gosh what really I i apply all the time I'm always the first one to, to solve these puzzles at my house most of the time, just not all the time, I guess, because I know they'll probably listen to this and call me out on my lies. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, I, I love Wheel of Fortune. They started having uh, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on Thursdays on ABC too now, where it's like an hour long and it's all for charity. Uh, so that's something different that's kind of entertaining to watch. Oh, that's great. I like these choices. And I also like it's just it's just a real honest answer about like what you watch. And we don't really talk about a lot of the cable television stuff. But like there's like I mean, if you watch the evening news, I mean, I find myself thinking like, what are these shows? There's like stuff on there and dramas and and I don't know. I don't know if it's for me anymore, but Wheel of Fortune we can get behind. We're, we're always watching Wheel of Fortune. Um, all right, we have a big thanks, Giggler. Appreciate you. Uh, if you guys have thoughts on Below Deck Wheel of Fortune, let us know. And Andy, we will fully support you getting on Wheel of Fortune. So if we can, maybe I'll get on Below Deck too. <laughs> Most... Below Deck would be my choice because if you're on Below Deck, you're doing something probably pretty well. <laughs> oh yeah, they make like two grand in tips for working like three days. It's crazy. I've never, so... I've never seen it. I've never seen it. These people are so rich; it's insane. Like, there's. There was literally in an episode last week, one of the, the the main guy, he's a huge wealthy businessman, and he says something like, wonder what the poor people are doing right now. And I was just like, oh, I, we're watching you on TV, you piece of shit. What's the, what's he was down to earth? He was like eating hot dogs and stuff. Like, yeah. And then yeah, exactly. Like he was, his sons were D bags, but everybody else was pretty good. This is true. I agree for the well, list I think, you'd li- I think you'd like it tell me what it, tell me what's about in like one or two sentences like what's the synopsis so it is a look there's different there's different seasons i've learned uh, <laughs> because of rachel but it's a luxury <laughs> yacht and every episode basically is a new people that rent out the yacht and it's them dealing with it but also the crew is consistent throughout the season so you see their dynamics as well wow okay it's got trash. it totally it's got trash it TV, it's trash it's tv not. it's reality it's like real it's like real people okay got yeah, it yeah it's a perfect it's a perfect monday show when you just don't want to think about anything just turn it off yeah you yep. just want to turn it off put well, something man. on all right you heard it here um all right well we have a big title up next and we're getting into the mcu for the remainder of the episode when we come back we're going to talk about the og avengers film from 2012 so stick around we'll be right back what you watching welcome back from the break got logan pc mike and the giggler and we are moving into the mcu the meat later in the episode is wandavision episode five the current phase phase four of the mcu before we get there it's time for the next movie in our mcu rewatch we are using the hashtag mcu rewatch on social media today we explore the last movie in phase phase one of the incredible 
Infinity Saga. This was it. 2012. It had been four years since Iron Man came out, and the end credit scene with Tony Stark and Nick Fury. We're talking about Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Hawkeye, Black Widow. At the time, we, being the fans, we were ready. Boy, oh boy, what a treat. We're talking about the first major crossover event of the MCU that would end up being the first of two, not three, not two, not three, but four Avenger films, each wrapping up a handful of Marvel films every single time. We're talking Nick Fury, Loki, the Tesseract. Give it up right now for the 2012 hit, The Avengers. We are diving deep into this one today, so you know what that means. And then this is where I would play like a really cool spoiler alert noise, but I didn't get to it today. So there's your spoiler alert. You've had nine years to watch. <laughs> we'll still always give it though. If you're there, you know, we hope that there are new MCU fans coming to the forefront. So if you're watching it, you know, we absolutely will give those spoiler alerts. Setting up the movie. The film came out May 4th, 2012. It cost $220 million to make. Get ready for this. It made $1.5 billion with a capital B. You just you talk about why how could they possibly keep these movies going? Um, well, when you're making $1.5 billion, uh, it's a clear sign to keep the train moving on the MCU. Giggler, this is 12 years ago. You're 12 years younger. You're obviously just as handsome. Tell us how excited you were for this film and how did you feel during this rewatch? I think for you it was a couple weeks ago. Oh, well, this was only nine years ago. Don't don't de-age me like that. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I had a typo. <laughs> hey, I had a typo in my notes. Nine years ago. Thank you for the correction. It's okay. It's all right. Oh, man. I, I wish I could remember more of a... I don't remember who I saw this with or stuff like that. That's usually something that's pretty notable, but um, I just remember seeing this in theaters multiple times. Um, I This is just one of the best. And I mean, rewatching it, it just, it holds up every single time. Like there's some movies in the rewatch where I could tell I, I was losing attention, like being on my phone a little bit more than others. But like this one is just like, you're locked in, just ready for everything. Hell yes, and uh, PC Mike, we also call him DC Mike once in, a while, once in a while, but you rewatched it this week. How was that experience for you revisiting this film and you know, recall anything you can from when 2012 came around? How were you feeling? Were you kind of excited at the time? Because you weren't like me. I was like losing my mind. I, in May 2012, I graduated college, so this was not really on my radar. I had to go back and think <laughs> when I actually did graduate, but I did graduate college. Um, but I watched it. I don't think I watched it for a while after it came out, but rewatching it gave me an appreciation of, of some different things. Um, I know we're going to talk about it a lot, but one thing that really popped out to me is how much they say phase two in this movie. Yes, I noticed that too. Yeah, that's the one thing because I, because being on this awesome podcast, I've been learning about the phases and I'm learning weekly. But every time they said phase two, I'd be like, oh. I noticed I noticed that today in my rewatch that they were saying phase two, like throughout the film, like part of like, oh, this is Shields phase two. It was part of the story. And you're like, oh my God, they were just they're just saying it. It's like they wrote the plan and then they were like, you know what? We could work that into the film. Yeah. And it was it was blatant after like 
I guess, nine years of thinking about it. But yeah, they said phase two a lot. Some of the characters, it's crazy how some of the characters have changed from this film to the last film, because I, I guess I kind of watched them in a weird order. I watched Endgame, then I go all the way back and watch this, and it's just crazy how much character development has happened, how much more humor has been added with like the Hulk and Thor and all of that. I don't know. It just seems like it's a totally different almost franchise. It feels like watching these kind of back to back. So well said, I could not agree more. Um, And so interesting to hear how you like not being a super fan in the early days, now being on this podcast, um, I love hearing your take on it because it's just so, it's, it's a little bit different than me and Andy, who just obviously are so happy all the time about these titles. Um, love to get your honest rating. I love that you're I love that you're uh, enjoying it. Um, and there was a thing that Jeremy Renner said too, is Hawkeye in here. That's like, I guess what was that? Where was he at before like this happened? So the last you see uh, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye, and we meet him in Thor, and then he's in this movie. But then wasn't he says something like, I guess you remember this differently than I do, like his back. Oh, he's talking about that's a reference to this big uh, ongoing theory about Black Widow and uh, Hawkeye being in Budapest one day. This is and this is something that has never been answered and like is still always looking to be answered. Um, And we were hoping it was going to be in the Black Widow film. But unless it's a flashback, the storyline is not set at a time before. So, yeah, that's one that's one thing I caught from listening, like rewatching this and listening to our episodes like that was a little nugget in there like i guess you remember budapest a lot differently than what i do so that kind of my ears perked up when i heard that part yeah and then you start learning that as you watch mcu stuff like that you think about how just a one-off sentence like that could now become an entire tv series and that's what the mcu is doing so well it's what that's what makes watching these things so fun and that's why we're doing it for you guys the listener and the viewer this is where we kind of provide the service. If most superheroes provide any kind of service right now, it's, yeah, nerding out about these films. We love them, but we're here to connect the dots because Disney Plus and Marvel Studios is doubling down on the MCU titles, and you might need a little help. Watching TV nowadays is a lot more complicated than it's ever been before. When on earth did you need to have an idea of 24 movies before you started a TV show? It just never happened. Let's break this down quickly. We got this nice and tight. I hope you guys are enjoying the way that these are coming together, telling you what you need to know, trying to keep out some of the fluff and just getting down to the story, the end credit scenes. Where does it fit in the timeline? And of course, what are the biggest moments? We'll go through it today. Myself, PC Mike and Giggler will rate the film. And then we're going to leave you with how does this stuff connect with current Marvel projects? Let's break it open. The story right here from beginning to end very quickly. Loki, Thor's brother. We met these folks in in the Thor movie. He is hired, being Loki, by Thanos to seize the Tesseract from Earth, a.k.a. the Space Stone, we'll find out. He's given the Shatari army as means to an end, saying that, hey, guy, go get this Tesseract. You can have this army. This is all coming from Thanos and he also has the Mind Stone, a.k.a. Loki's staff. This is also a gift. He is on this bad guy plan, right? This is Loki, full-on bad guy. He's coming on to Earth to take over. He thinks he's going to be like this big-time ruler, but he's at the end of the day, he's just a hired help. And Thor tells him this in the movie, too. Uh, he actually mind-controls Dr. Selvig from the Thor movie, Hawkeye from the Thor movie. Uh, we see a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. in this movie, a.k.a. Early days, this is, you know, Hydra's in there, and you do get some 
some nods to Hydra being in S.H.I.E.L.D. in this. When you meet the World Council, kind of seeing the, the evil side of S.H.I.E.L.D., like what in the world's going on here? And it is up to the Avengers to save the day. The only problem, the Avengers are not a team yet. There's tons of ego going on, from as we've seen in the other films, but they have to become a team if they're going to beat Loki and save Earth. The story does end with them succeeding. They take back Loki to Asgard, leaving a fight with Thanos to take place another day. We're just wrapping up the story. Don't worry, we're going to hit these big moments. The end credit scene of this film is the introduction to Thanos, the first time we ever see him. This is kind of the weird CGI uh, purple version with the weird look-back smile you guys might remember. Giggler, thinking... Oh, go ahead. He was very... Very purple... Giggler, do you remember when this came on? Did you were you aware of like who Thanos was? I forget about your like your comic. I think you and I are the same. We didn't like grow up reading the comics too hard. I just I I had to have someone kind of tell me about this. How about you? Yeah, same. I didn't really know much about him, but I was like that guy. That guy's not that scary. He looks like a big, ugly McDonald's grimace. Yeah, I thought the same thing. And they really obviously came a long way from that version of Thanos to the fantastic looking Josh Brolin Thanos in the Infinity movies, Infinity War and Endgame, which we have a whole episode on that. Go listen to it. Uh, there is a second end credit scene to this movie as well. This is the Avengers after they won the battle. They're eating the shawarma. Remember this? They were kind of eating at that diner, all chilled out. Let's get to these biggest moments. Rapid fire here. Loki entering through the space portal in the first five minutes of the movie. The shield helicarrier taking off from the ocean as Bruce Banner and Steve Rogers stand on the edge. Thor versus Iron Man. This is where we learn that Thor's lightning actually charges Tony's suit. This would be used in the fight against Thanos in Avengers Endgame. Thor hammers Cap shield. You, all the thing, all the payoffs, right? I always say this. Marvel Studios always gives you the big payoffs. Tony Stark and Bruce Banner in the lab. Oh, my gosh. This was like, uh, yes, give me these scientists building cool stuff. We obviously see more of that in Avengers Age of Ultron. We get some foreshadowing here for the Hulk story. Uh, the Hulk and Tony have this deep uh, conversation about, you know, did the Hulk save his life and for what? Tony says, we'll find out. Well, we know where that landed. Um, we get uh, the Avengers catching on to Hydra, kind of being shield. You know, Nick, there's a lot of Nick Fury hiding what they're doing with the Tesseract. They're actually creating weapons again, which was the whole problem in Captain America, the first Avenger. Gotta highlight this part. One of probably one of my absolute favorites. Thor versus Hulk on the this is when Hulk busts out finally. This was Loki's big plan. And he fights Thor one on one. Again, huge payoff. Love that part on the helicarrier. Uh really sad. Phil Coulson does die in this one. Loki kills him. But he does come back in Agents of Shield. Great series. I love that show. Um, moving on to the big battle in New York. I love the Hulk transformation whenever he says, I'm always angry, and he punches down the big ship that's coming into town. Um, Giggler, let's go to you. What are some of your favorite moments? I have some more, but I'm sure that we're going to say some of the same ones. Um, and I was going to say, like, uh, on the, the Hulk part, this is, like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like, he had, like, willingly turned into the Hulk. Like he just is, he just like stands up. And I think about that now, like all the issues that he has with the Hulk in the future movies, I guess the Hulk was like, you know what? I'll come right out. It's fine. Oh yeah. That's, that was a very cool part. Um, 
basically anything with Iron Man. I remember back because Iron Man was like the thing that got me into these these movies, and I think probably a lot of people would agree. Obviously, it was the where it started, but I was like obsessed. Um, I, I I'm gonna be a billionaire someday just so I can have all this shit that he does. But um, <laughs> I lack a little bit of the brain power, I guess. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm. Yeah, you put me on the spot. Oh, no, we're here. I'll, here, I got some more for you. How about this? The Avengers team up, the iconic shot where they're doing the, like, the, the circular shot with all of them down on the street. This is like, I had chills again. Thor bottlenecking the porter, portal when he has the hammer and he's up on like the Empire State Building and he's lightning striking the hole to keep it short. It looks so good. Oh, um, yeah, I got, I got one now. When the Hulk just absolutely demolishes Loki and just plays him around like yeah. a ragdoll. That part's so good. Hell yeah. It just showed like the ultimate power of this Hulk. Like you were like, oh, this guy can fight like people from yeah, from out of outer space. You know, this is where you thought, like, okay, well, if this big Thanos guy's coming, you got Hulk, but we know how that turned out too. Um, we also have oh man, this was a part where like I literally got chills like so much that I thought I was gonna like I kinda like teared up. It was when Iron Man blast off of Captain Shield, like in the big fight on the street. Like it's like they just all became a team after Phil Colson dies and like the music is just ramping up to this big part. Um this is where we get the Hydra side of Shield, the missile. They they decide that the New York's lost and they're gonna they're gonna nuke Manhattan. This is crazy. They're just gonna nuke New York. And um, I have a theory about this. They actually show the pilot, like the guy that shoots the the thing, and he's like, "All right, the payload is off," and he goes he, he like goes off to bomb New York. My theory, I'm putting it out there, that this captain is like the evil. He's the evil Captain America that we'll see in Falcon Winter Soldier. Like it'll come back around to be like a flashback of this guy that like has always been like kind of evil, but a military guy. It's a it's a reach. I I hope you're right. It's that's, just like yeah, it's the kind of stuff that I'm starting to see kind of happen in WandaVision, so I'm being a little bit more bold with my theories. <laughs> and I figure, I, I figure, you know, what if I'm wrong? Like, whatever, who cares? Yeah, no, that's a no risk prediction right there. Yeah, no one's, no one's gonna call you an idiot for it. <laughs> no, they will. They will. <laughs> the internet is harsh. <laughs> um. All right. So this is great. This is when the missile's going up. This is the big moment where Iron Man or Tony takes it up into the wormhole, sees the big army in space. Man, reliving this movie was insane. Like, seeing the aliens come through that wormhole and the Avengers and all the humans are experiencing this for the first time. Like, no one even really knows about aliens. It was like, man, this is a this would be a wild concept. Um, Tony goes to the wormhole and he actually tries to call Pepper from his suit and she doesn't answer. It's wild because he actually does get that phone call in Avengers Infinity War when he's headed to Titan and they talk for... He finally got that phone call later on. Cap says, Tony comes back through. The Hulk catches him. Cap says, we won. They get Loki. He says, I'll have that drink now. We got the Stan Lee cameo toward the end. Stark Tower is destroyed, but we get the tease to Avengers Tower. Let's just take a moment right now. This movie is so good. Absolutely. PC Mike, do you have any other thoughts on this film? Any big moments from your end? And I'm going to hit us with some Easter eggs and some uh, connections before we move on. But this is time for you guys to have the floor if you have any thoughts on Avengers, the 2012 movie. I thought you nailed it pretty well with, in the beginning of this, they were all kind of doing their own thing. Um, like Iron Man's jumping out of the plane to go do his thing. And then Captain America's like, all right, well, we'll, do, we'll stay down here and all that kind of stuff. And then seeing them come together um, was pretty cool. Uh, I guess the one 
that kind of pops out to me is how awful it would be to live in New York at this time. Like you're just chilling in your apartment and all this stuff's happening. So much damage like to your apartment and like cars around you, like how awful that would be. But no, it was cool to see. It was cool to see him come together. Um, but yeah, it was, it's a movie I haven't seen in a very long time. So it was really enjoyable and being able to like pick up like the phase two stuff and um, the stuff with Hawkeye. I mean, doing this podcast has made me a little more aware of that things and it makes the movie more enjoyable. Um, you know, something you said, I, I love how you said like the perspective of the people like in New York, because they actually explore that in Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. And that's like the whole premise behind Michael Keaton as the vulture, the bad guy. He he actually just worked at con the construction site, and he's like, hey, I got this contract. We need to get all this stuff cleaned out of here. And S.H.I.E.L.D. comes in and is like, no, we're going to do this. And he's like, but I got guys on my team. And that's <laughs> that's like the whole premise is like, oh, we'll clean it up. You pay us. And S.H.I.E.L.D.'s like, no, we're not going to let you do that. I might be a team Keaton on that then. He needs – I mean, I just paid two kids to shovel my sidewalk. I'm all for the common man getting their own share. Have you seen the Spider-Man movies? The Tom Hollands? Yeah. Isn't okay. that the one where he shows up and her dad is the villain? Yeah, the yeah. Rock? Well, well, yeah, Mike, yeah, Michael Keaton. I mean, we're obviously – it's on the list, of course, but I, would, I was just curious if you had seen that Keaton film. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, oh, how about a rating? You let's get, let's get a rating real quick. I'm just going to go 3.0 for me. Because I, I, it's hard for me because I saw Endgame so recently and it's just so different and it's just so big. And then kind of watching this, I'm not saying it didn't live up, but it's hard to compare those two and it's just kind of stuck in my head. Um, and I think that's kind of holding me back, but it's a fun watch, easy to watch. It's a great film to just have on. And I could, I could see me going back and doing maybe a deep dive like the Giggler did, not as quick. But going back through and like watching all these again, that's awesome. I'd love to hear that. Um, well, speaking of the giggler, let's hear your overall thoughts of the film and uh, any moments that we missed, and of course your rating. And feel free to, to dive yeah. in. Um, let's see. So I think I'm gonna go with a three. Just start with the rating here. Three point five. I gotta give it a better rating than the other guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> I would have been confused if not. <laughs> exactly and it's also like still below my the infinity war and endgame ratings that i gave uh a couple months back but if you just like look look at this picture that we're looking at right now for the youtube viewers like just think about where each of these people has has come since this time and like where they're going in the future like hawkeye has his own damn show like who thought, <laughs> when you're watching this would you really if someone bet that hawkeye was gonna have a show and nine years later i i would have said yeah right he will be like i i maybe maybe these movies wouldn't even be happening in my mind in 2012 like to think that this how long this has really been going on and how long it's planning to go is honestly truly amazing like and this was the first kind of big crossover of, of them all to where now every movie that they have is like a crossover because there's so many people, different characters. And it's not like you're just going to have one person in it. Like even, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's insane. Just like you, you mentioned the, the Avengers movie earlier. And I was like, I thought there was more, but that's just because civil war is actually a captain America movie, but there's just, everyone's in it. So um, that's, that's, that's what I love about it. There's just so much going on and they just play off of everything. Just, just perfectly. 
uh, consistently for what, like 15 years now. Yeah. It's almost like, well said, that's really well said. Um, it's almost like you rewatch some of this stuff and like every, like, like you said it all these small moments or these B line, C line characters that you would think don't matter at all. Like they're building stuff from the very get go. And I'm glad you mentioned Hawkeye because, um, let's do it right now. Let's connect it to the future stuff. That was actually one I hadn't connected. Uh, if you can't tell, like, uh, there, I'm still struggling to be like paying attention to Hawkeye as much as like the other shows, but I know it's going to be good. I'm not, I'm not questioning that, but like, if you're, if you're asking me point blank, like who excited, are you, who, who gets you more excited, Hawkeye or Iron Man? Come on. <laughs> um, but other films, uh, first of all, oh yeah, I was going to highlight an Easter egg. Um, not all of them. There's so many, there's too many, but one that I had never actually caught before one of the cops on the ground on New York, he actually, I didn't even get the actor's name. Maybe you can look this up for his PC mic while I'm talking through this. I'm looking for the male character, actor, that's in Agent Carter. And then he actually ended up being in, uh, from Agent Carter, he ended up being in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the final season because there was like a time travel component. So Peggy Carter's obviously like in the 40s. The same actor plays a cop in the Avengers film, he's just one of like the two cops and his lines like, this is crazy. What are we supposed to do? And Captain America like says like, you know, get people up three blocks from here. He was like one of those cops. I can't, I, I looked it up too. My bad fans, listeners. I looked it up and I forgot to write down the name. I have my phone on me, but he's in. Danielle Souza. Does that sound yep. familiar? That, that's him. That's the guy. I think that's the character's name, right? Or is that the actor's name? Either way, Souza is his name. I just don't know if it's his real name or his fake name. Yeah, I, I can't figure it. That's all right. Listeners know who I'm talking about. It was kind of like the love interest of Peggy Carter. And then it's crazy because in Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., spoiler alert for the final season, not in anything too big, but there's a time travel component. So they go into like the pe like Peggy Carter's past, and this guy joins the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. team and goes to the future. And like then he's a love interest of Quake. Did you yeah, watch that's his name? That's his name in the in the universe. In the universe, Giggler. Did you watch the last season of Agents of Shield? I did not. I watched. I think I quit after maybe maybe before the last one or or the last two. But I I'm trying to think if I'm thinking of the right right guy that you're referencing. Because you got black hair, real handsome guy. Suze is definitely his name. Uh, that was good, PC Mike. Okay, very nice. That's good. That's a great connection. Wow. I didn't realize that Agents of Shield went till 2020. Yeah, it just it just ended. Like I watched it just before Christmas, the season finale, and I was legit sad. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch the whole show. I'll just say it right now because I I am excited. I love that show. All right, let's talk about how this movie connects to some future stuff, and then we're gonna move on to some future stuff with Phase Four and WandaVision, the latest episode, breaking it down. Uh, first of all, Black Widow is coming in May 2021. This is definitely one of the arcs of uh, Natasha Romanoff. It'll connect. We'll be talking about it. Loki. This is huge, guys. Loki's coming May 2020, 2021 as well. This is the Loki we're getting in the show. Um, this is, you know, in the in this story, in the in our universe, the MCU, we know that he gets captured. He goes back to Asgard. Well, in the show, we're going to get this Loki that vanished with a Tesseract. And the Shatari army. There's some cool scenes in this movie, Avengers, where he's like, you know, when he transports himself to go talk to them. And they give him, like, you know, you better get this done. Don't screw us over. The Shatari person says to him, if you fail and you do not bring us the Tesseract, 
There will be no realm, no barren moon, no crevice we can't find you. You think you know pain? We'll make you long for something sweet as pain. Like, what a threat. Oh, my gosh. This is the Loki. So he's telling them, if you don't, you know, if Loki, you don't bring us this Tesseract. Well, I'm guessing in the TV show, this Shatari army is making a comeback. And they're going to be looking for him. And that Thanos of the time will be looking for him. These are things to keep in mind for the series. This is why it's important. We're going to help you guys uh, as we talk about Loki in the future films, Thor the Dark World, and, of course, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait. Falcon and Winter Soldier's coming up March 19th. This shows this movie, Avengers, shows you about the corruption of S.H.I.E.L.D., shows you more about the World Council. Um, we already tied some things here, but um, you, you get to see some Hydra folks in this movie that you would see in future Marvel titles like Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Captain America, The Winter Soldier, which we are going to watch in the next couple weeks. And then uh, we already talked about Black Widow. Uh, you know, this is definitely part of her arc. So um, this is why it's good to revisit these, get you nice and grounded with what's coming up. Don't worry, we'll refresh you of all this as we talk about these new MCU titles. Guys, thanks for uh, letting us revisit Marvel, The Avengers from 2012. We're going to keep the MCU rewatch going. We are now in Phase 2. This is the last movie of Phase 1. Next film next week will be Iron Man 3. Oh, man, fans, listen up. Tell us what you think of this movie. I know people hate it. I know people love it. I know there's people like me that are just kind of in the middle. Um, I'm so excited to break it open, just talk about it at a high level, give you the story, how it connects, and then we'll keep it going with Thor and Captain America the Winter Soldier in the future. Real quick, my rating on Avengers, I'll give it a 3.4. All right, let's take one more quick break, and then we're going to get into the meat for today. Talking WandaVision Episode 5. We'll be right back. You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as, as, as Terminator. Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. We had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who's that? Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Jock uh, and Nerd. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. It's MCU City over here. We're the mayors. Man, we are having a lot of fun talking about old MCU stuff, Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase 3. It is now time to get into the Phase 4. The MCU is back on Disney Plus with weekly content. There's so much happening. We are, of course, talking about WandaVision, Episode 5. Going to take you through the story. Going to talk about what happened uh, in previously. Going to talk through uh, what we saw, what we learned, and, of course, this jaw-dropping ending. We will get there. I was excited. I had so much fun watching it. Giggler, how about you? Oh, yeah. 
that the ending had my jaw on the floor um, to where like I couldn't even like change the channel or watch anything after. I just had to just like think for a long time. <laughs> it was it, it's been a long time since like an episode of TV like gave me that that emotion. So it was great. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get to the that when we recap later. Spoiler spoiler alert, but I freaking loved it. I can't wait for next week. I say that every week, but it's just just how I feel. No, it's it's okay because this is almost it's crazy, man. But you can't ignore the fact that we watched the Mandalorian. And it really made us feel that special way too. You know what I mean? Like I've said it before. It's like, I feel like excited about TV again. That seems like such a weird thing to say, but we are just, we've never seen stuff like this. So I think your reaction is totally valid. PC Mike, how did this episode sit with you? I love how they're starting to blend it too. And like, not just outside of Westview and in Westview, but now the people actually in, Westview and kind of blending that all together um, and again like Andy said the ending was shocking um, and I like how they I love how they tied it in and um, recast is what it was called so that was a cool um, little thing at the end that we'll talk about here in a little bit um, I do have a I do once we get through it I do have a question because some interviews are still out my mind and I'm wondering if we saw what they're talking about or if there's more on the horizon to come yeah, that sounds great. And if you don't, if, don't let us forget. Well, let's do it at the end. You know what I've discovered? I said this, I kind of started seeing this trend last week, right? Where I'm not looking too deep. I'm at the point now where I'm like reading hardly no, nothing. Like I really, like I'm at the point now where like we, us three, I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job just to pat ourselves on a bat on the back. And the more I read stuff, I don't want it to influence our thinking too much. You know, it's kind of like if you start going down rabbit holes, you'll be like, oh, am I saying this because I really think it, or am I saying it because I read it in an article five minutes ago? So let's hear it. Save it for the end. I can't wait to see what this theory is. Listener, let's get into it. Uh, we do have images up on our screen today. Got to plug our YouTube channel. Of course, from Disney+, Plus, Marvel Studios. This is episode five of WandaVision, titled, on a very special episode, came in at 42 minutes. We always kick off with previously, just like the show does. Like I said, if you don't think it's important, think again. We get Monica and Sword. Monica going into the Wanda reality. We get Darcy talking about CMDR mixed with broadcast tech. She has talked about this CMDR stuff so much. It's like this big bang energy mixed with broadcast tech. They definitely wanted us to hear it again. We got Wanda lying to Vision. Not, we did not get like, you know how Vision was dead in the last episode? Full spoiler alert right now, first of all, always. And uh, you know how Vision had his, his stone missing when v Wanda looked at him? Well, they didn't show that again. So I feel like that was very much like a Wanda in the moment, like seeing what she had done type thing. Not exactly like important, too important for the story. What we actually saw in the recap was her lying to him. And we're going to see the climax of that in this episode. We called it. We got it from the guitar riff at the end of episode four. Episode five, it's the 80s, baby. It looks so great. The color's there. The filming style is there. Twins won't sleep. Wanda and Vision are parents. Wanda tries using her magic to get these babies to sleep. No dice. They won't do what she wants. Agnes shows up to help. Vision is uh, questioning this for the first time. Kind of says like, hey, you can't hold my babies. Why are you even here? How did you hear about this? How did you even hear about the babies crying? She's 
she has this weird moment where she acknowledges kind of the fact that she's in a TV show and looks at Wanda and says, you want me to take this from the top? And it's this awkward silence where she's like looking for direction from Wanda. And then Wanda says, go ahead, you're fine. Vision talks to Wanda on the side and was like, hey, what the hell's going on here? And you're like, holy cow, this guy is asking questions. She's not rewinding him anymore, if you guys are noticing. There's no, there hasn't been any skips. Wanda plays dumb, and the kids grow to five, just like that. What were you guys thinking at this point? Start with UPC Mike. Agnes is sitting there. She's definitely a part of this. What were you feeling? Were you feeling like she was wanting this to happen? I don't know if she was wanting it to happen, but I feel like she's kind of like walking almost on eggshells, like almost whatever Wanda wants, she'll do. Like, do you want me to go over it again? Do you want this? Yeah. So her character to me, I know that we've talked about like the brooch. She didn't have that brooch on, I don't think, in this these this episode. Because mm-hmm. I was kind of looking for it. Like, that's one of the, I don't know much, but I did see that. Like, when we first started watching it, like, who is this person? But I don't think she had it on, but it just, it's kind of crazy how stuff's happening right in front of their eyes. And even, I think Vision even says something like, she just saw him grow up and she's like, oh, she doesn't really care. Yeah, there's more of that. There's more of this, like, not being more careless about stuff, being more trusting with Agnes specifically. Well, this leads us right into the intro. Oh, man, it was so great. You know, they're getting inspiration from all these other TV shows. This one is inspired by Family Ties. And Growing Pains, it looked awesome. The song sings, forces to try, try to pull us apart, but nothing can phase me if you're in my heart. And it says, we're making it up as we go along. When push comes to shove, we're making it up because we got love, we got love, we got WandaVision. Very much, (laughs) these lyrics I feel like really help you out. It's like, we are just, it's like, well, we're making it up as we go along. I got to say, this song was so awesome. I'm obsessed with it. I was like, I kept backing it up and listening to it again because I was like, man, what a jam. There's guitar. It's written and composed by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Maybe one day we can feature it over at most of the superheroes and music show. Who knows? Moving the story along, we called this, folks. We called this last week. A lot more flip-flopping between the two realities that we know. We got WandaVision. We got like Sword Town, right? All right, we get Sword Town. We got want. We got Monica recalling pain. She's got the voice in her head, uh, talking about when Wanda was, you know, holding her under her spell. She said it felt like grief. She felt really sad. Um, and then they're like, "Hey, what's going on with my uniform? It's not showing up on this scanner." I don't know if you, what you guys know about Monica Rambeau, but she is a superhero in the comics, and she goes by the name. They say the word in the episode, so I think this is these dots are out there. They connect. I think this could be foreshadowing of Monica Rambeau becoming the superhero uh, photon. I see you guys nodding. Giggler, are you aware of this? I can't remember. When did they say they say that in the show? So basically, they're like, "What happened to your clothes here?" And they they don't show up. First of all, they're using some kind of like sensor, and then she's talking to Darcy later on. And uh, it's about it's uh, her and Darcy, Dr. Darcy are talking about building this vehicle to go back into the reality. And it talks about blocking photons. So I was like, man, if you're talking about photons, I know this comic lore of this character. I'm making the bet. Monica Rambeau is getting super superpowers this season. 
I'll, yeah, I like that bet. That's probably hey, that, and it, that's and it's got to be right. And if you like, you said Andy, if if not, like there's zero risk, <laughs> other than just calling <laughs> calling things yeah. incorrectly. No, I think I, I agree. I think there, that's something that's I'm probably being teased, and especially like they have a there's a scene where also like they talk about her and Captain Marvel, and she kind of talks about how she doesn't. Well, we don't need to talk about her. Um, so that kind of hints at like potential like issues between them, but I don't even know what that would be about. But I bet we'll, we'll find out. I, well, I'll tell you exactly what it's about. Her mom? Yeah, her mom is best was best friends with Captain Marvel in the movie. She's that little trouble. She was that daughter, and I don't know how much you guys remember about the film, but Captain Marvel and her kind of hit it off and was like, "See a little trouble," and then she went to space. And as we know, she like never came back until Infinity War. So I'm thinking it might be as simple as like, hey, you were like my friend. My mom died of cancer. I thought you guys, I thought we were family. That's, wow. There's just so many things going but, on. But that's that. just, that's like on the surface. Um, I think that might be an aspect of it. There's probably, here's what I think Marvel's good at. There'll be more to the story. Um, th- Speaking of more of the story, this briefing from S.W.O.R.D. is we get so much info. The background is laid out. And we find out right away, this Hayward guy, he's a dick. And Darcy says it in the show. He's the leader of S.W.O.R.D. He's trying to make Wanda out to be this big bad guy. And Monica, like, stands up for her and says, like, hey, she threw me out of there. And, hey, we called this, too. She said she protected me when she threw me out. We called that. And really just patting ourselves on the back today. And uh, here we go. We get video footage of Vision's body in a S.W.O.R.D. lab. It's in like 10 pieces. And Hayward says Wanda stole Vision's body from this this lab nine days ago and resurrected him against the Sokovia Accords, which those Sokovia Accords were created and because directly of, of Wanda in America, Captain America Civil War. But dude, Vision is alive. Gigor, do you agree? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I definitely, I believe this, I, I saw that this was a deleted scene from uh, Endgame, which is pretty cool that they kind of just were like, hey, you know what? I think we have an idea of where we can keep this for. Um, it just makes you wonder how many more of those there are floating around, some things like that. But uh, I, I concur. I think uh, we're going to see more vision outside of Westview eventually, but what do I know? That's a. I think it's a good. It's a good. A good theory as any. And uh, I, I mean, it was just really shocking to hear a character in the show say, just kind of point blank, she resurrected him. You're like, okay, well, there you go. If you're, there's kind of like no wondering about it. All right, so now we go back from Sword back to into WandaVision Town, and uh, the family got gets a dog. This dog was outside crying. It was alone. Really strange, right? This tiny little puppy. Oh, of course, Agnes shows up. She has a doghouse. The dog licks an outlet. It, like, literally sparks. And they're like, Sparky. Wanda uses magic right in front of Agnes. And Vision's like, what are you doing? And this is what you guys were talking about. He also says, like, of course she has a doghouse. How would she know to bring a doghouse right now? Right now. Oh, and and did you say the kids grew up? They grew up to 10? They grew up to 10 right in front of your eyes. What in the world is happening here? I have theories about this dog because of what we see in the end, but we're going to save it until then. 
Moving along, we go back to Wu, Monica, and Darcy. I love this. This is like the the team over at Sword. I feel like these are like the beginnings of a Young Avengers. Like this is happening right in front of us, and they're planning a vehicle that can go back inside the reality. This is what I alluded to early earlier, Andy. Things that can block photons. They reference the fight against Thanos and say Wanda could have beat him if he wouldn't have rained fire on everybody, which I've always said that. And Captain Marvel shows up, uh, and as they're talking about it, and Monica gets pissed off, like you guys were saying. So I think that they're gonna we're gonna get some more Captain Marvel stuff. Hey, you think Captain Marvel's the cameo? If she if they compare Captain Marvel to Luke Skywalker, though, that's a slap to Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Very true. I love your grudge you have with Captain Marvel, though. <laughs> it's like I can't help but hide it. And you know what's been making me extra upset is Brie Larson's on all these commercials selling this car. And I'm like, this is the worst commercial I've ever seen. I can't even tell you. I don't even know the brand. I'm going to get one of those cars just to make you mad. It will make me upset. <laughs> okay. Um, this is where they talk more about her clothes. It was They find out it was made out of the original stuff that Monica was wearing. It was Kevlar. So they, like, they shoot it and they're like, so Wanda has to make things out of things that already exist. I don't know. Is there something there? You know, it's like if you gotta if you gotta have the original stuff to make new stuff, and it doesn't actually change. And Wu says it. He goes, "Are we hallucinating this right now?" What would that be? She had to have the original vision to create vision. And she did, but like she didn't like. Did, like what did she do about this Mind Stone? Or does she even need it anymore? You know. I just think she's so powerful that she doesn't need it. I, I don't know. I mean, she right. just made three people out of thin air. Right. And like this whole reality is so big and there's so much happening. Like if it's truly just her, like what? This is an unprecedented amount of power. But is this a, it, how that she could beat Thanos? Did they say something yes. like that? Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier that they, that they were like, Wu says like she's not that powerful. And Monica says, yeah, she is. And she could beat Thanos. She would have beaten Thanos if he wouldn't have rained fire right at the last minute. All right, we go back to Vision's office, back to the computer company. A lot of fun. Uh, and he connects to, like, an outside source. So this is where I was thinking, like, Vision's on a mission now, right? Like, he went to work, and he was he went to work on a Monday or something, or on a Saturday. We, get, we find out in the next scene. So that means he was going to find out. He ends up connecting to an outside source, and they get an email. It's literally a warning about what's happening with the WandaVision reality. He touches it. It zaps. And then Vision touches Norm's head, and Norm, like, comes out of his trance and was like, help me. I need to call my wife or my sister. And is like, it hurts. He's in pain. Like, he's in agony. And says, make her stop. And again, Wanda's not there to like control the narrative. She like lets him go to work on his own. I don't know. It just there's at, some weird stuff. At this it's point, it's so thick that it's Wanda that I'm thinking it's not even Wanda anymore. I I literally was just gonna say that. Like he said, her. It could be like just play devil's advocate. That could be someone else. I I don't know. Is that a play on words with the devil's? Could advocate? be. Could could be. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Hey, I think I, I do think it's like a combination, right? It's like a bad guy plus whatever Wanda's doing. Something's happening here. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving right along. Wanda and the boys are training this new dog. There's a lesson here about brothers. She like thinks about her brother very visibly. She says she misses him and that he's far away. Um, 
Enter an 80s-looking drone. This is from Sword. They kind of, like, snuck it in since it looked like the 80s. It could sneak into the 80s. Monica tries to talk to Wanda. Wanda can't hear him. It doesn't really work out. The communication's not happening. They shoot Wanda and her kids with, like, a missile. So, like, uh, supposedly, according to what Hayward said. This is it, man. This is when Wanda comes out. This was the oh-my-God moment. Comes out of her reality, walks up to S.W.O.R.D. She's wearing her, like, traditional Scarlet Witch stuff from the movies. It's about to go down. Wanda's accent is, like, super back. I thought it was, like, extra thick. And she says, like, stay out of my home. And Monica gives, like, a fantastic speech. And was like, hey, man, I'm on your side. And Wanda says, no one's ever going to take this from me ever again. Like, she's like, I've had everything stripped from me. Man, woman on a mission here and then she turns all of the soldiers you like what i did there sword so wow. wow. hashtag soldiers did you put that in your notes <laughs> it's, you in, really it's in my notes i was pumped about it the whole time and like they're all they're all pointing guns at each other so she mind controls everybody at once like this remember when she used to like really have to focus on just one mind now she's just like all of you like she is powerful that was badass. Sure. Yeah, what were you what were you thinking, Giggler, on this part? Were you like, we're getting a full showdown? That I mean, you're right. She I mean, she got her accent. She like looked totally different. I feel like her hair even looks looks like it's a different color. Um it, it's just just wild. And like she turned the guns on them or on, on Hayward or whatever. And that kind of reminded me of like in the X-Men movies when Magneto did that to uh, obviously using different powers, but that that kind of gave me vibes of that, which is another crazy, crazy thought. Mm-hmm. That, is that an Easter egg too you're dropping there? Yeah, could be. We'll see. I Got think so. Four, what, four more episodes to go? I have no freaking clue what's going to happen, but I'm so pumped. Man, I, it was so great. I was like, is she gonna, just going to kill all these guys? She's definitely like on a mission. She's aware enough that like her life is happening, but she seems still confused about things. And we'll talk more about that in a second. Let's talk about the ad. We got the commercial back in this episode since we got more of WandaVision. This one's about Lagos, uh, a paper towel that cleans up your mess. Um, this is a reference to the accident, actually, that Wanda caused in the first 15 minutes of Captain America Civil War when she like blows up that hospital. And I think that Lagos was either like the town or a or uh, an organization that was part of the Sokovian Accords that had to come uh, come in and help clean up this mess that Wanda created. So I think it was more of that like trauma of her past being played out. Did you agree? Did you have any other thoughts there? Either one of you on the commercial? Yeah, I think he nailed it. I had to look it up after just to be sure, but I think that's spot on. Yeah, I think that was the name of the place where that happened. And then, yeah, definitely like some imagery of like, I think they're wiping up like a, re- a red liquid with that paper towel. I was like, that's that's blood. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was rough. That was a rough. That caused a lot of problems. That was the whole premise of Civil War, which, hey, coming up on our rewatch, can't wait. Easily one of my favorite movies of all time. Moving along in the story, now the dog is lost. Mailman says, <laughs> your mom won't let him get far. And he's kind of like winking at us, like, this lady won't let us leave. The dog dies. Like, why? And Agnes is like, hey, what do we do? And the kids are like, heal the dog, mommy. And Agnes is like, you can do that. And she's like legitimately surprised, it looks like. Uh, we're coming up to the end of the episode here. Uh, Vision has had enough. 
All right, so they leave, they bury, they bury the dog or whatever. And Vision even says, not often you buy a dog or get a dog and bury it in the same day. And they have it out. Vision is yelling, he's screaming, he goes, I talked to Norm, I know he's one of your prisoners. You can't control me the way you control everybody else here. She even tries to roll the credits and the music's going and Vision is not having it. They fly up in the living room and Vision yells, well, vibrato, stop lying to me. It was a powerful moment. These two are so in on this show. Wanda says, you don't want to know what's actually happening. I'm doing this for us. Vision doesn't remember anything before Westview. The guy's literally scared. He's like, I don't even know what happened before here. Dude, this guy. Yeah, Mike, did you feel for Vision there? I was like, I felt so bad for him for a minute. I was just like, I wonder what Mike thinks. There's some there's some parts where he's gaining on me, and I'm gonna bring something up at the end that I thought was pretty cool. A little Easter egg that I saw a meme of today, but um, we'll let Logan finish this up and then really dive into it. And we are we're right here at the very end. Says I don't know how she said Wanda says I don't know how any of this started. So they're both just at a loss. Doorbell rings, and we are led to believe. Like, it's going to be Agnes, right? Like, oh, here we go. You need help again. It's not Agnes. It's somebody and something that we've been talking about for a long time. We got X-Men, folks. Quicksilver's here. Evan Peters. This was the holy shit, oh, my God moment. I couldn't talk. This is when I can feel like Carrie looking at me like I'm physically reacting to what's happening on my television. I mean, my gosh. It's a, it looks, you know, you get the back shot. It's his gray hair. And you're like, is it? Who is this? Okay, it's Quicksilver. Is it her brother? Is it, for, is it the guy from Age of Ultron? No, it is Evan Peters from the Fox MCU universe. Now I have to go back and watch every movie that he's in. Because that's my addiction. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to do it too, right? I mean, here you go, fans. This is how it all comes together. I got to watch these films again. All right. So then Evan Peters is played by, he's playing Quicksilver. Darcy says it out loud. She says he reca she recasted Pietro. And they hug. They're all looking at each other. And he has one line at the end of the episode. And he said, who's the popsicle? And it ends. Let's just give it up real quick for this episode. Like, holy shit, guys. We got X-Men. How long have we been talking about this? Who knows what this means? If you're a fan of the franchise, if you're a fan of X-Men, if you're a fan of MCU stuff, you need to be excited, and you should be saying thank you because this is amazing. This is the stuff you dream of. Giggler, tell me about your overall thoughts, what you're feeling predictions things we missed and then mike i know you got some stuff on the note uh, for some notes too excited to hear what you guys thought of this one. Oh yeah like i said i just kind of sat there for like 20 minutes after this episode and i was just like i had the urge to get on reddit get on twitter just start searching what the hell is happening uh or what 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 this could mean all all of the above uh chose to to take the high ground i think i watched like one youtube video that i that uh for a channel that i always watch that they keep things spoiler free uh and just kind of just kind of th thoughts to, to to think on for a bit things like that 
but I, I mean, who knows? Is this is this the actual one that was in the X Men movies? Like, clearly, she looks confused to where she didn't try to do this. So, I I have a sort of theory. If you remember a few episodes ago, we talked about like the imagery when um, the neighbor was cutting through the um, like the st- the bricks on the side of the house or whatever. Like that, I I thought that was like a potential like imagery for like a crack in the multiverse so maybe she screwed up the multiverse and wished for her brother to be here and the wrong one came from a different universe who knows oh my god that could be it or i mean potentially i don't know there's so many things like it, it it could be a whole different person i who knows i'm i'm so pumped but like just kind of got me thinking what for, while while we were all three talking for a bit here that like she has to make make things from things that are already existing such as like vision with his dead body and then the clothes basically just t- turning them into other clothes but like that doesn't explain how she just created those the twins so how like i feel like that might be something that becomes the main focus um or that maybe the other person that's involved like there's another person that's involved that that we don't know about yet so that's i'm so pumped for friday and who knows it's it's just like my mind's been been all over the place the past few days trying to think about what's going to happen so right man no well said and i'm i'm just going to echo your excitement because i really like my mind now is going down the rabbit hole like of all the different ways they can go with this and like like how wild will it be and uh I'm just really excited. I could, what, like, what kind of multiverse stuff are we going to see? Are we getting more mutants? Um, and I have some theories of my own. Before we get there, PC Mike, I know you got some stuff for us. Uh, lay it on us. I have two things, just two. First, did you guys catch? I think I saw this on comicbook.com or something. The baby vision picture in what in the in this episode? Oh my gosh, it was. Yeah, Brandon Davis had shared it to. Uh, the baby version of vision <laughs> in the opening in the opening intro yeah and then i saw a meme that they said like uh, you know vision's only five years old so what's that make wanda so um, oh God, that's great and then the other thing i mean if we're calling shots okay you're going out on limbs i'm sitting here thinking as andy was talking what is a luke skywalker like thing that's going to happen in this we just got a mutant he was cutting through the bricks looked pretty similar to maybe claws going through the bricks oh my god do we see hugh jackman make an appearance you can't i i don't know i mean i don't think so you know what i think here's my theory here's my theory because i'm on the same path as you i just had a different mutant in mind that i think it will be i mean is it the obvious one Oh, is it the obvious, obvious one? Is it like so obvious? Michael I mean, Fassbender as Magneto. Yeah, is yes. that the, that's their dad. Well, right? per the comics, and like now, like we know that he is the dad of this Quicksilver in that universe. I was shooting for the stars like you were earlier. I like that. Know. I like that mentality. That's much better than like I, I, because like I'm obviously reasoning with myself on that. I'm like, well, it can't be that big. <laughs> I didn't think we'd see Luke Skywalker in a star in a lightsaber battle either. Exactly. That's why I like your theory, man. I, I love it. I love it all. I, but guess what? 
probably like, what is our success rate on predictions this season so far? Not, not great. So it could be freaking Mickey Mouse for all we know. Yeah. We'll remember, we'll remember the big stuff that we call. But yeah, Mike, you you didn't mention the, uh, the interview with Paul Bettany that you were going to talk about. Yes. Well, I mean, that's him. He's saying he's never worked with this actor and he's always wanted to. I mean, is that, but is it Evan? I mean, is it Evan Peters? Cause I'm right. Not, exactly. I'm and you know what? Like, maybe Elizabeth Olsen, like just isn't a big star Wars fan and she doesn't know how big like Luke Skywalker is. Maybe she just misspoke. <laughs> and like Evan Peters was the guy. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think this is just misdirection. This is there. There's a bigger reveal coming and who freaking knows. I, I can't wait. I don't think you can do the biggest reveal of the season on episode five. Right. That's that's my point. Yeah, too. that's so fair. That's so fair. Like, I cannot believe we have four episodes left. Man, this show is really good, huh? <laughs> yep. I did also look at the ahead, kind of planning ahead, seeing that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out on March 19th. And I kind of went ahead with the weeks and it looks like March 12th. We're not going to have a show to talk about. So this is we should like we should write in and complain and be like, this isn't fair. We don't want one week off. <laughs> We might need a week off with March Madness. Yes. You're right. Good call. And that might be perfect, perfect timing. Maybe. Thank you, Marvel. Again. Just doing Maybe. it all. Just making our Maybe. lives so great over here. We appreciate it. Um, all, right, all right, guys. Uh, appreciate your thoughts on WandaVision. And uh, we're obviously having a blast with it. Next up, episode six. If you're listening to today when we drop the episode, uh, WandaVision is dropping for you tomorrow on friday and we'll uh do the we've been doing this new thing instant reactions of the episode from yours truly this is only for our newsletter subscribers so if you go to our website and subscribe to that newsletter uh we do write you an email it's from me again every friday it's not some automatic thing i'm writing a handwritten email to you guys and uh, appreciate you guys so much and it's usually a two or three minute instant take of the episode um but we'll be talking about it here on mostly superheroes on our thursday episode Ep- episode six we got seven, six, seven, eight, nine to go. So four more weeks of WandaVision. We're all about it. With that, let's move into what's coming up. I think we're, uh, I think we're pretty good at that. Recapping those. I feel like we always hit the mark. I always get out exactly what we think, and you guys always bring more theories than I had. And it's like it's a good roundtable. So well done, fellas. It's a lot of fun. Coming up on the show, um, first of all, just talking about kind of retroactively, we just released uh, the 90s episode over at Mostly Superheroes, the music show. That's our Spotify exclusive. It's the bottom of your screen here. And, uh, yeah, we're doing Decades Month, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. It could be TV shows, movies. I did some fun stuff from the 90s. Cartoons. Did SpongeBob. I listened today. You crushed it. Well Dude. Done. What a what a list, right? Had you had you probably listened and watched all those things growing up too. Oh yeah, every single one. I think it was great. There were some ones that I wanted to feature that weren't on Spotify even. Like I wanted to get the the Captain Planet song in there. Couldn't get, couldn't find it. It's a good one. Um, but we did the Power Rangers. We got Pokemon in there. I give you some insight to my childhood. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Next week we'll do the review of Wandavision episode six. And we are doing the MCU rewatch right now. 
Uh, Iron Man 3 is next. We did Avengers today. Hope you appreciate it. We're actually going to do this fun thing on the website where these are all organized for you in their own like folder on the watch page. So there'll be something that's just like MCU, and they'll be in there. You know what order. Release order, of course. And uh, we'll have them listed to you. You can always have a good inventory of where do I go to catch up on Marvel stuff. We'll have it there for you. MostlySuperheroes.com. Get over and check out our new merch page. Special through the weekend, 30-something percent off. Um, we got T-shirts, hoodies, stickers, masks. You know, you need masks nowadays. Go check it out. Something new every day over the sh- on the show. We got the schedule on our homepage, Sunday through Saturday, seven days a week. Got fan mail. What you watching? We'll be on live. We we're live on Instagram and Twitch all the time. Check it out. And man, oh man, I'm having so much fun. I can't believe how much fun I'm having. PC Mike. How much fun did you have today? Are you enjoying yourself with the MCU stuff? Is it too much? Do we need to get some like DC? Do we need to mix in like a Batman episode somewhere or something? How how are you feeling? No, it's it's good for me to get out of my comfort zone and see some new stuff. I get you two homers opinions, and then I still form my own because I'm an independent man and I don't have to listen to your propaganda about it all the time. No, <laughs> it's good. Um, hey, we have some DC stuff coming up. Snyder Cut. We talked about Snyder Cut today. That's coming up soon. Um, I do like how the one DC thing we talked about is just a movie that came out a couple years ago that they just are going to add some scenes to, but whatever. Um, but no, everything's good. Um, I like WandaVision more than I ever thought that I possibly would. So wow. that's a positive. And I'm excited to see where it goes. I like us putting together some different things. And I've always been an X-Men guy. Anytime that we can get good X-Men stuff, I'm all for it. Good being the opposite of Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that is a rough one right there. But no, man, that makes uh, all the sense in the world. Uh, and yeah, man, WandaVision, I'm so glad you like it. I cannot believe how good it is either. Listener, have you been enjoying the show? We want to feature some more fan mail on our What You Watch in the Meat segments. We know we always feature you up front, but give us your theories. Let us know what's happening. Um, yeah, and we do have some DC stuff around the corner. I can't believe Snyder Cut is in March. So that is going to be four hours of movie that we're going to watch and break open. Giggler, did you have fun today? Any final thoughts for the for the squad? Uh, every time with you guys is fun, no matter what. On air, off air, all of the above. And uh, <clears throat> I'm just, I, I can't even, like, all I've been thinking about for four days is now it's just, mutants 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 what like is this gonna be are they gonna just merge this with the prior universe are they gonna have all new ones like i have no idea because obviously deadpool is gonna be in the mcu eventually uh how does that affect everything i'm i'm so pumped i can't wait to see what the next few weeks have in store for us and then won't we get one week off and right into falcon and winter soldier like i just feel bad for for the creators of that show because they have a lot to live up to after uh what the success that this this show is having and how much of a just absolute mind fuck it is and that shows like such a different tone i think it's just going to be more like the actual movies that we're used to just a lot of action still good story um so i'm i'm so pumped for this whole year thank you for saving saving the world marvel yeah like we go from a complete drought like you have the pandemic and not having anything and like maybe that's why we're all extra loving this stuff but who cares man it doesn't change the fact that friday's come i watch this 
and I feel good and I feel impressed and I just want more and more. I'm, I'm hungry for more MCU stuff. So Mostly Superheroes is here just in time for you with weekly podcasts, week weekly video series. You get to hear all of us folks, PC Mike, The Giggler, myself. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Uh, we always say on this show, if you go the extra mile for us, you subscribe to our newsletter, you join our squad, we're going to go the extra mile for you. Get you featured on the show get your thoughts, maybe even get you on the show. We're open and always taking guests. And uh, now we have our new swag, our new uh, merch page. So go get you some mostly superhero stuff, show some pride, and we're here for you every single week. Plenty more coming, plenty happening on the show. We'll talk to you next time on Mostly Superheroes.